Hello folks, hello everyone and welcome to the 48th episode of the Startup Blender podcast. I'm your host Ucha and our guest today is Erika from Finland. Erika is a CEO at Slush, a non-profit organization that is building the world's leading startup event and the largest gathering of VC. The Slush team strongly believes that entrepreneurship is the most efficient way to create human progress. That's why their mission is to create and help founders change the world, which they have been successfully embracing since 2008. Our today's guest, Erika, started her journey with Slush in 2014 as a volunteer. She liked the experience and decided to join the organization as a full-time team member. Throughout the years, she tried out different roles and eventually she became a CEO of an organization. We had a very interesting chat in this episode. We talked about her journey at Slush, challenges that come with being a CEO, and what are the expectations from this year's event happening in the last week of November. So definitely make sure you do tune in. Welcome everybody to the Startup Blender, the podcast about startup life and some other stuff. Hello, Erika. I'm very happy to have you on the show. Thank you for finding time for us. And to get listeners up to speed, tell us about you. Like, who are you? What you do? Yes. Um. So, uh, my name is Erika, uh, and uh, I'm currently uh, the CEO of Slush. Um, Slush is the world world's leading uh, startup event uh, taking place uh, here in Helsinki, uh, late November or early December annually. Um, and uh, something that people uh, might be also curious to know is that Slush is also a not-for-profit um, led by uh, students, students and recent graduates. Uh, our mission is to help and create founders to change the world, um, which means that this is sort of like a no one's business rather than a community effort uh, for uh, supporting founders at the earliest stages. That's amazing. And I can't wait to hear more about it. Uh, but you personally, as far as I know, you've been to Slush for a couple of years already right changing like from one position to another so my question would be like how many slush events have you attended so far and uh, it, from from your point of view how has it involved evolved throughout the years um so my slush journey actually started already back in 2014 uh Uh, when I volunteered for the first time uh, as a, a construction team volunteer. Uh, and I did volunteer uh, a couple of times uh, back then uh, as a young student. Um, then there was a few years break uh, uh, after uh, I joined uh, the full-time team actually uh, in 2019. Uh, and I've been part of the full-time team uh, ever since uh, in different uh, kind of roles. Uh, and uh, how has the event evolved? Well, um, Slush has been founded in uh, 2011, uh, and uh, of course, uh, the first event was actually uh, a tiny one. Um, and uh, the kind of main goal for a team back then uh, was to scale the event, uh, because scale, of course, uh, also correlates uh, with your impact. Um, so the biggest Slush edition was actually the one in 2019, just before the pandemic, uh, when we brought 25,000 people uh, to Helsinki for Slush. Um, and uh, that was important effort for kind of building the position we right now have uh, in the ecosystem. Um, however, however, maybe perhaps luckily, um, the pandemic forced us to rethink our approach. Uh, and in 2021, uh, we organized a more condensed, more curated event where we brought um, 9,000 people to, to Helsinki. Um, 
and most of those people belong to our core audience groups that are early stage startups uh, and uh, people they need so mainly investors, media and partners who work together with startups. Um, and uh, that worked brilliantly. Uh, the event, the smaller, more curated event is just so much easier uh, for a founder to navigate. Uh, it's easier to uh, go, uh, get to speak to those people you need to speak to. Uh, and moreover, it kind of lets our team to focus on serving the early stage founders instead of serving the large masses uh, that you have at the event. So uh, at, at this point, we have kind of set our uh, event size to 13,000 people uh, with 5,000 uh, starter founders uh, and 3,000 investors, meaning that over 60% of the people at the event belong to our core audiences. And uh, I do think that in the at least midterm future will be somewhere uh, at this scale. Yeah, yeah, I can totally imagine how challenging it could be for the team uh, to organize something for 25,000 people and, uh, you know, making this decision that, all right, guys, let's scale it down a little bit, but let's make sure that we provide a little bit more quality and make sure mm -hmm. that this is the event for the founders uh, in the world. Yeah. Definitely. Our, our mantra for the past few years has been relevance over scale, and uh, that is a powerful one. Absolutely. Yeah. And I love it. Love to hear that. Uh, but uh, for you as uh, now CEO of Slush, um, what would you say personally, what are the most exciting aspects of being, uh, you know, head, head of this uh, wonderful team? I think there are many. Uh, all in all, uh, Slush is a very unique organization uh, on the planet and I'm super lucky uh, and uh, thankful for everything that I've uh, kind of gotten to experience uh, through Slush. Um, what is the most exciting thing about my current role as the CEO of Slush is probably like getting the opportunity to lead uh, a company, like actually working class company uh, with uh, tens of thousands of customers, a very high class uh, product um, operating on, on high standards uh at this age um so like besides having founded my own company very early and being very successful with it uh it's hard to imagine another place uh where i could sort of have this kind of responsibilities uh this early um so to me that's very exciting and that's very inspiring and it also makes you somehow like a very optimistic about the future as well, that there's actually very little things that I couldn't do or any any of the Slush team members couldn't do because they can do this already uh, in uh, while being 20-something. Absolutely, yeah, totally agree to that. Uh, and I'm also very happy mm, to say that, you know, I, I joined Slush as a volunteer this year. So uh, it's a very, it has been a very exciting journey so far. Mm, and it, I'm sure it's going to be even more and more exciting. But speaking about the team of Slush, um, yeah, like for the people who don't know anything about like how uh, organization like, like Slush is being operated, how big is the team? Um, yeah, that's a great question. Um, so currently our full-time team uh, is a bit under 50 people, 48 if I 
I remember correctly. Uh, and something that is interesting in Slush is that, yes, our mission is to help and create founders forward, uh, which means that we do that through our event. However, uh, the kind of create founders part uh, applies actually uh, to our own team. So what we try and do uh, is that we try to emulate a real startup as much as we can uh, in our uh, everyday operations. Uh, and that extend also extends also to the team. Um, so basically, uh, we start the year usually with uh, 20, around 20 people, uh, and then we scale up closer to 30, uh, 30 um, uh, towards the summer uh, and up to 50 uh, early fall. Um, after that, um, we uh, bring uh, on board our volunteer team leads. Uh, you, Ochai, are one of these brilliant people uh, who are in charge of kind of certain operations at the event, leading the volunteer groups at the event. Uh, and with the help of our team leads, uh, we also recruit um, 1,600 uh, group leads and volunteers uh, to help us make the actual event happen. Um, so yes, from 20 people to uh, 1,600 people uh, in 10 months or so, uh, you could call that uh, hyper growth. Absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. And uh, one thing to point out perhaps within the team is that um, I remember going around the slush office and seeing all of those excited faces of all the volunteers and uh, full-time team members. And that's something uh, yeah, very unique, I would say, uh, in these types of organization. Uh, and speaking of this, uh, from your perspective, what would you say, how's everyday life at Slush? Fun. <laughs> I would say that it's a lot of fun. Um, what makes it fun? Probably a few things. Um, at Slush, you get to work with brilliant people, like uh some of the smartest people I've ever met uh, are my colleagues uh, at Slush. However, those brilliant people are also extremely kind people uh, and they care about their own work as well as the work you do together, uh, together as a team. Um, there's Slush is a very ambitious organization uh, and because of that ambition, uh, no goal is too, too far, you know? No goal is too, too ambitious to... Uh, to try and reach, uh, which also ensures that there is constantly new challenges on your table. Sometimes it can feel difficult uh, or, or uh, there are struggles. However, with those brilliant people, even struggles are actually like rather exciting uh, learning opportunities. So yes, uh, in few words, I'd say that working at Slush is fun and it's fun because of you get to do really difficult and challenging things together with brilliant and kind people. That's That's amazing to hear. And uh, as far as I know, uh, you guys at Slush uh, take uh, your organization values very serious. And that's mm -hmm. sort of like a compass of how um, organization uh, behaves on a, you know, uh, on an external scale. So uh, for you personally, what are the, what are your favorite Slush values? Yeah, that's definitely correct. Uh, values are super important for Slush uh because our team rotates rather fast. So if we don't share this sort of baseline of how we operate, we actually would lose the soul of Slush rather quickly. So that's that's why we do take them seriously. Um, I would maybe highlight two of my favorite values. First of them being trust by default. Um, that is very fundamental of how Slush operates and how Slush is built. Basically, it means that from the very first day you enter the Slush team, 
you're fully trusted. Um, and actually Slush often trusts you even more than you yourself do. This organization really believes that the individuals in it can do great things. Uh, and with that trust, uh, we are able to make very big things happen even with rather unexperienced team. Uh, and we're also able to encourage our team to be very bold in what they do. Uh, that results often uh, in, in great uh, learnings and great results. So that's the number one. Um, then maybe another value that is important for me personally uh, is excellence is a habit. Uh, I am an extremely kind of operational person, and I do think that this sort of high standards for your own work uh, and your organization's work actually compounds over time. And when you work uh, kind of ex excellently day after day after day, um, you get maybe 10 times as far uh, in a year uh, that you would have gone uh, if you you would have been kind of more relaxed in that sense. So yes, those are two. Absolutely. Yeah, I love to hear those values. Uh, and I could uh, really honestly feel that like, you know, from the first day you start uh, working, I mean, contributing to Slush in any ways, be that like volunteer or a full-time member, you're fully trusted. And uh, yeah, totally love the approach. Uh, but uh, yeah, like you mentioned uh, before that uh, Slush is a very dynamic organization, right? Yeah, the question is, uh, yeah, how do, do you approach hiring the new team members? Uh, that is a great question. Uh, organization, organization is nothing more than some of its people. And the most important in the context, context of Slush uh, is um, potential over experience. You don't have to be uh, a ready-made professional uh, when joining the Slush team. This team is for like for learning um so that's the the number one then maybe uh another super important thing is this sort of attitude um that you want to act uh like a founder of your own domain so we don't look for people who can execute a ready-made checklist uh we look for people who can just like throw that checklist away uh, and uh, kind of redefine how they get to their goals. Because with that attitude, um, we can constantly take this organization onto a new level. Wow, yeah, that's amazing. Uh, and uh, that very much ties into uh, the values that you spoke about before that, you know, trust by default. Um, so you trust the person that they are founders and owners of their domain. Yeah, definitely. Great. Uh, and now let's move to the parts uh, of this episode, which I believe uh, would be the most uh, anticipated from the listeners. Uh, so Slash 2023 is approaching around uh, yeah, like a week from now. Uh, what should we expect from this year's conference? Excellent question. Um... This year's event will be, as I said earlier, uh, 13,000 people, uh, 5,000 founders operators, uh, 3,000 investors. Uh, and uh, actually, once again, uh, there uh, that makes Lush uh, the largest gathering of venture capital on the planet. Um, and something that is also very interesting is that even though uh, we have a kind of restricted the size of our event, there are more startups joining Slush than ever before. In the past, the Slush team has kind of started to measure MPS, the net promoter score, uh, 
um, simple average, uh, which is not the right way. However, we've got to stick with that approach uh, to have like comparable data from, from the past. Uh, and this year we would want to reach uh, NPS 9. And uh, what it really means is not the number. It, like, I don't care what's the like numeric result uh, of, uh, of, the, uh, of our feedback. What I care is the attitude that our team goes above and beyond in creating actually magical experiences. And that means that kind of the basics have to work. Um, no one needs to worry about uh, the basics uh, because though those just are there and in enable you to focus on your most important tasks uh, at the event. But on top of that, it means that we need to be successful in creating the feeling of community the feeling of belonging this is my place where my people go and we are kind of tackling this hard thing that's called entrepreneurship um together um so that's something we're working super super uh hard uh on uh and i trust that we will be rather successful oh that's amazing to hear uh so aiming to build uh, these magical experiences and speaking of these magical experiences uh, this year's theme as we all know is uh, built to last so what were the motives uh, behind choosing this thing yeah it's an excellent question um so slush with slush try and choose our themes so um that they serve two things first of all um they speak about the change that we want to see in the world. Uh, we do really think that uh, entrepreneurship is a great uh, tool uh, for a changing world towards better. Uh, and at the same time, uh, we want to pick themes that recognize the current moment uh, and the environment in which founders are currently building their companies. Uh, and this year's theme, Building to Last, uh, is basically born out of kind of these two two principles. So so as you know, uh, if you look around, um, the reality for a startup founder currently is fairly different than it was uh, only like a few years ago. Yeah. Uh, the, the economic downturn really, really affects, for example, the availability of money, but also many other things uh, that are um, that are affecting the daily lives, lives of founders. They need to be really, really focused uh, and build their companies from the first principles uh, because there's really no kind of room for anything extra. Um, however, we also do know that persistence uh, will be uh, kind of, um, what's the right word, rewarded afterwards. Um, so if we just kind of celebrate the day-to-day -day and the persistence uh, in, in building your company in the early days, we do know that great results will emerge uh, in, in few years' time. So that's one, that's one angle, um, building companies to last. Then there's the other angle, um, which is the world we live in. Uh, we also do know that there are great things uh, that we can do with technological progress. However, technological progress either doesn't happen overnight. The same persistence that early stage founders need uh, in their everyday work is also needed uh, for us to come up with these technologies and then build companies to uh, take those technologies out to the world uh, and change uh, the world for the better. Um, so once again, celebrating the persistence uh, needed for change for better there. So that's the background of um, Slash 2023's team building to last. Celebrations of, celebration of persistence. Wow, now I'm even 
more looking forward to uh, seeing all it's of gonna this be great in action. yeah absolutely i can't wait um and uh, uh then tell us about the um, objectives of uh, slash 2023 we understand that we want to make this uh, magical event happening building to last to encourage entrepreneurs in this economic downturn and hard times but what will be like the objectives uh, of slash 2023 yeah um i think there are kind of two things uh that we measure uh that are the most important for ensuring that we actually do help founders uh and um the first thing uh is how well we are able to um, create something that we call the meeting experience. So as you know, uh, meetings are in the very core of Slush. If we ask from our uh, our visitors why they join Slush, uh, meeting investors uh, or meeting other relevant people, like that's the number one answer you always get. And for that reason, uh, we take the meeting experience super seriously. Why we call it meeting experience is that it is not only about the matchmaking tool, which is our kind of in-house built software for connecting these people. It is actually everything that happens before the event online, at the event, uh, both online and physically, all, or even after the event when these people need to follow up and actually like make great things uh, happen after the after the meetings. Um, so we want to be extremely successful uh, in in creating creating that meeting experience. Um, then the second thing uh, that really matters uh, is the overall experience uh, of our customers. And this is something that I already alluded to earlier. Um, slush, like part of Slush's power lies in this sort of like bringing like-minded people together and showing them that you're like, even if you might be building your company rather alone, you're not alone. There are thousands of people uh, with kind of similar goals and similar mindset as, as you are. Uh, and that sort of inspiration or feeling of magic can actually take you super far. It can give you energy for months to come after the two days at, at Slush. Um, so for that, uh, the kind of magical ex experience is extremely important. And that's the number two where we focus on. Oh, absolutely amazing. Um, yeah, I'm sure everybody's really, really looking forward to attending this year's slush. Uh, but I want to thank you very much for coming to our show. I think it was a very interesting conversation. We have this one last question uh, for you uh, as, you know, as you know, one of the most experienced slush veteran uh, being there from the very beginning. Uh, what would be your advice to every founder who is coming to Slash 2023? Uh, how should they prepare or approach this event? You said like the importance of the meetings, but we also know how many top level speakers are coming there. So how much inspiration will be given out on the stages? So what should they prioritize and how should they prepare to get most out of their experience at Slash? Mm -hmm. That is an excellent question. Uh, and the number one answer to that is just prepare like slush is an event uh that might leave you maybe not cold but like lukewarm if you just arrive uh, and look around um to get everything out of slush you will need to 
prepare for it in advance because there is so much going on during the event uh, that otherwise you will just simply uh, miss out. So I would recommend uh, each and every founder to, to do three things. Uh, thing number one, log into our matchmaking tool uh, and uh, define who you want to meet and pre-book your meetings. Uh, very useful uh, kind of time, uh, time spent. Um, number two, uh, log into our platform uh, and browse uh, all the side events organized during Slush. There are many organized by us as Slush uh, and then also many organized by our partners. Uh, whether your um, objectives are to connect with investors, connect with uh, uh, experts in certain industry um, or, uh, or similar, there will be an event for you. So go through those uh, and register to the ones uh, that you actually uh, need, need to be present at. Uh, and then number three, uh, go through our agenda. Uh, so the stage program uh, and mark down the speeches uh, that will be uh, uh, kind of beneficial for you, either from the perspective of inspiration or from the perspective of advice. Uh, many of our stage talks are extremely operational and curated with this uh, concrete hands of, uh, hands of advice on company building angle. So if you're struggling with pricing, there will be a pricing talk. If you're struggling with early hires, there will be a talk about early hires. Uh, if you're struggling with um, funding for your deep tech startup. There's going to be a talk about that. So make sure that you attend actually the sessions uh, that are designed for you. And after do doing those three things, you should be pretty well set up. Yeah. And actually, one final tip, attend our after party. It is ridiculously fun uh, and a great way to connect with the ecosystem in a slightly different kind of setup. People are in a different mood, very relaxed. You pump into great people. So yeah, do attend the party uh, at the end of the day too. Absolutely. Everybody must attend the party. And I also saw the announcement about the special guest that you have on the after yes. party. So it's going to be a massive show. Wow. Definitely. But uh, thank you very much, Erika, for uh, being a guest to our show. I think it was a very interesting conversation, and uh, I believe it's very valuable uh, for everybody who's coming to Slush uh, to hear all about Slush operations and what to expect uh, from this event. So thank you very much for coming. Thank you for inviting me. This was a pleasure. Uh, thank you very much for listening. See you next time. Thanks for listening. Follow us on your favorite social media and check out the next episode. Ta-da!